This is the Black Talk Radio interview with IQ. Big up yourself. Thank you so much for joining me today. So first things first, just tell, you know, for those who may not know, you know, where are you from and what made you start getting into music? I am from London and I'm from Jamaica. And um, what got me into music? I always loved music. Mm -hmm. Just uh, growing up in Jamaica, I was seeing um, just like just being a part of the music culture in my family and stuff. I just ended up always wanting to just do music. And I don't know if there's something behind it. It's just, just always wanting to do music. Yeah. I definitely feel you on that. So you said your family is from Jamaica. Um, you grew up in London. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, that experience and how long you were living in London and things of that nature. Uh, I've been living in London most of my life. I don't, um, I spent like five years living in Jamaica. I went to school in Jamaica, then I came back to the UK. Mm -hmm. So I've done school in Jamaica then, um, and before that, I lived in the UK. I've just been back and forth, basically. Okay, okay, dope. And you mentioned that music has always been, you know, a part of you, ingrained in you. So I do know that you have a sibling who also, you know, has done music as well. So QQ. Yeah. So basically, just talk to, talk to us about that experience. And, you know, did um, that influence you? Did it, you know... Yeah, it's one of my biggest influences because, obviously, as a kid... Having a mm -hmm. brother that was a superstar was like this. It was just amazing to see. And then just wanted to follow in the footsteps. And yeah, I just wanted to, when I was a kid, I just wanted to be like him. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was just definitely something. I just, yeah, it's definitely something I just was inspired to do by watching my big brother, you know, take on the world, fly all over across the world and just do shows everywhere. So yeah, definitely. And now look at you. That's what you're doing. I understand that you're not in New York at the moment. Um, so I'm actually from Jersey, but you know, I'm back and forth between Jersey and New York. So I you just left Jersey. I, oh, really? So I have to ask you, how do you like it? How do you like New York? Um, you know, is it your first time? Tell us. It's my first time. Um, it's my first time, but yeah, it's it's a vibe, man. It's it's slay. I, I feel like it's like it has similarities to London, so it's like it was kind of at home. Okay, dope, but definitely not so much rain, because I know London has a lot of rain. It's been raining ever since I got out here, so definitely that. You know, yeah, it has. The last couple of days, it's definitely been rain, but this weekend is actually supposed to be, like, really good weather, so hopefully you can stick around for that. So now I want to go into your song, Bun Fi Bun. So basically, I just got to know, like, what was the process of creating that song? And then you got Stefan Rondon on it. So just, like, talk to us about that, because it's blowing up on TikTok. Everybody loves it in the club. So I, first, I just want to congratulate you for real on the success of that song. And just tell us. Thank you. Um, just literally... In the studio, the, one of my DJs created a beat, and yeah, man, personal situations in life, you know, you have to sing about them sometimes. So <laughs> I was just, you know, I was just singing about experiences, and then yeah, it became a song. And then I needed someone else on the song that could kind of, you know, give me the same experience. Someone good job for the stiff London. Mm -hmm. And then 
yeah, it kind of made sense. And then I dropped it and then I went, I created a dance for it on TikTok and that, it just went, it went off. It went up. Now, yeah. you mentioned talking about personal experiences and that's, you know, what led to the song. So I have to ask you, <laughs> you know, how, how, how are we feeling about Bunk Your Bun? Because some people say, you got to do what you got to do. Other people are saying, you know, they yeah. think it's not right. So what are your what are your thoughts now in this very moment in regards to a situation like that? If somebody cheating, are you cheating back? You know, the trips, you know. <laughs> God. God, listen. You know, I get cheat on for free. Cheat on me, man. Cheat back. That's just it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. But yeah, what well, as I said in the song, I told her to cheat on her man if he cheats on her with IQ. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, this is this is some interesting relationship advice. I, I will I will say that. Yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not no relationship guru, man. I just I just I think what I feel needs to happen for me. I feel like everyone right. that gets cheated on, their man should just call IQs for him. Definitely. Okay. I definitely feel that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so uh, we talked a little bit about Bun Free Bun, you know, and your upbringing and things of that nature. So I always yeah. like to ask my guests, what is it like being in the studio with you? Like what is a, you know, typical studio session like for IQ? Because I have some guests, they say they got to drink, smoke before they, you know, get to recording. So what is it like? No, I don't even drink or smoke. So it, for me, it's just mm. vibes. Um, it's always a studio with a full of Jamaicans. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to be nonstop vibes, man. Nonstop vibes. Yeah, all the time. That's that's my that's my process. I got to have the killy them there for all the vibes. With, and yeah. I definitely feel that. And that's dope. You know, I really love that Um, you have, you know, people that can come into your sessions and support you. And you yeah. know, make the make it fun. I feel like you know, create when you're an artist, yeah. And you're creating, it's definitely a it's supposed to be a fun experience. So yeah, I, I love that for sure. So you know, your your song Bun for Bun has been going crazy on social media, the clubs, and everything. So I have to ask you: Was there anyone or any artist in particular that you know may have showed you recognition, and you were just like, wow, like uh, aha moment? Um, Cranium showed me his love. Um, there's an artist named I obtained that. Ah, he was just on that show, <laughs> literally. I obtained. Yeah, like two weeks yeah. ago. He showed me crazy, crazy love. He um, he he was the first artist like to DM me afterwards and just like mm-hmm. he was just let me know that yo, you're gonna be a superstar. Like you're gonna yeah. Yes, yeah, and um, Dexter Dap showed me love as well. Oh, dope! Crazy love. We went, we went, on, we went Bahamas with him like mm-hmm. a week ago, and yeah, we fooled out on the set, and it was just crazy, man. It was crazy vibes. I love that. No, that's super dope. And shout out to them. Um, I've actually did an interview with Cranium and and I Octane, so I love them and I love their energy. So I'm glad that they were able to give you and show you that love for sure. Um, so now I want to go, you know, for most artists, they do have management and they have teams. 
So I kind of want to talk to you about like how your team was formed as an artist and like the importance of having a team. Yeah. Um, my team. How did it start? I was, I was, I was, I was, I was in the streets. <laughs> I was like doing the street stuff back when I was younger, and mm -hmm. um, some um, my manager now was like from where I lived, and he was taking me off the streets, and I had a talent, and he saw it, and he mm. just said, "Yo, let's go, let's come off the streets, and let's make some real money and some and live your dream." And then, yeah, team started building from then. From then, he introduced me to um he introduced me another one of his friends a road manager now j man we linked up dj my dj juby um and yeah man the team was just formulated like that and then now with us no a strong team one dream yes i love that and I'm, i really love that the fact that it was organic and you know you mentioned your manager really believed in you and really said like okay i see you in a certain position you know we can take it to the next level. So yeah. I do know that you mentioned um, being in London, like drill was really popular and it still is popular. And, you know, mm -hmm. you wanted to move away from the drill scene, which like drew you to dance hall. But I have to ask you, like, would you ever consider any other genres or you think like dance hall is really where you're going to uh, stay? I'm a versatile artist, but I, still, I um, don't... Also, it's always going to be something I implement in every track I do. So even if I was going to go and mm -hmm. do say, like a Spanish song, I would still make sure it's implemented in dance. So it's just that it's just my yeah. I'm not going to go on a song and like stuff. Like I will, I wouldn't go on an Afrobeat song and then change my accent to an African accent. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was still going there. Yeah, they talk the same way. Okay, dope, dope. I love yeah. that, and I love that you have like a London accent, but the Patois is still there. Yeah. Because me, like my family's Jamaican and I feel like I've lost, I guess, my Patois in a sense. I'm so no like, <laughs> I'm so Americanized. So yeah. we got it, we got to get it back. But I'm always in Jamaica, so it's just so weird. I don't know. Um, So now I have to ask you, if you could work with any artist, who would it be and why? Uh, I'll give you two different genres. So okay. in the like, in the pop world, I would probably work with Chris Brown car. From a kid, I've always wanted to work with him. He was like, he was the, mm -hmm. he was the only equivalent, like, if he because Michael Jackson died and I knew it was never going to happen. <laughs> the next up was, Mike, was, was, was Chris Brown, you know? And, um, Dance wise would probably be Vibes Cartel. Mm, That's like classic. Can't go wrong. You know the vibes, man. I have to do with the world boss, but yeah. So those are the two people. Yeah. Okay, dope. Are there any like new or you know dancehall artists from like I guess this generation per se that you would be interested in working with? Um, you know, you're, you're all making me think now. I haven't even thought about that one yet. There's a, there's a bunch. Shensia. Yeah, Shensia. Jada Kingdom. Shensia. <laughs> um, so my next question for you, 
what would you say would be your favorite thing about your career as an artist? Um, being able to travel. Mm. Yeah, it's always been a dream, Dustin, to travel the world. And yeah, we on planes every single hour. <laughs> I'm gonna say day, but it's an understatement. We're, we're traveling all the time. Yeah. Yeah, traveling is amazing. And I definitely think traveling for your career is even better. Um, where, where would you say has been your favorite, you know, place that you've traveled to? One second, trying to think. <laughs> it's okay. Mm. <laughs> Some of the places, probably, um, I'll say Bahamas and Jamaica. The reason I say Jamaica is just because that's home. So to go back mm -hmm. home and be getting so much love from your home town is like, yeah, but definitely like Bahamas, we did last week. That was definitely like a crazy experience to go to a, like a whole Nabo island and everyone right. just know your music and know you and treat you good and stuff. It was just like, yeah, it was just a great experience. Man. Um, yeah, it was just one of them also real moments. I love that. And um, I think the Bahamas, I've never been, but that's definitely on my bucket list. So I think that's amazing for sure. Yeah, definitely you need to go. Yes, we're going to yeah. make, I'm going to make that happen for sure. So now I want to go, you know, we're basically halfway through the year. So I have to ask you, what would you say as some of your goals for the remainder of 2022? Um. Just dropping more music for my fans because I think that's what they want now is to hear more music and yeah, they want to vibe with me properly and the only way they can mm -hmm. is to get some more music to vibe with me more and understand where we are going from. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, you know, I think we are ready for some more, so... Um, I'm excited to be honest. Like I said, you know, you're really going up. So I'm excited to see the trajectory of your career for sure. And now my Thank final you. question, if you could leave, you know, your supporters with like one thing to remember about IQ, what would it be and why? Um that um I grew up mm -hmm. on one block. Name Turnham. You guys will call it. What do you guys, all Americans call the block? The trenches. Oh, okay. <laughs> we grew up in the trench, them, the, the English trench and the Jamaican trenches. I, I've seen both life and I got out of both of them. Mm -hmm. I just want to, like, I'm no different from nobody else. Like, I, my, my story is not that create mad different from anyone else's. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the trenches, you know what? You know what comes with the trenches, and we made it out of there. And so, if I can do it, then anyone can, of course. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love that, and I definitely think like a lot of people can relate and really take that advice because I feel like when you're in it, you don't necessarily all the time can you can't see the outcome or yeah. see where you can go because you feel so stuck. 
So I really appreciate you sharing that for sure. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And this basically wraps up our interview. I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. It was super duper dope. Um, this will be available like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those things to stream. And I'm wishing you nothing but the best. And yes. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs>